Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Connects podcast. Today, I'm joined by Fran Porcel. He's a senior applications engineer here at RTI. Fran, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Steven. So today we're here to talk about RTI's professional services. And I want to start by mentioning that not every software company has a services team. And if they do, the term services doesn't always mean the same thing. What's the role of services here at RTI? Or here at RTI, the role of services is to ensure that our customers are successful at using our technology. The Professional Services Group is a team uh, of people who are very experienced on DDS. And our main goal is to uh, make customers minimize the risk at using DDS. What are the different kind of engagements that the services team can provide to our customers? Well, we can provide different uh, types of engagements, but mainly we provide uh, three different. Uh, the main one, the first one is uh, quick start training. This typically happens after the uh, first licensing with us. And it is a three-day training where we help them get the most uh, out of uh, the technology. And then... Uh, typically some months, even a year after they have engaged us with a quick start training, uh, they can request a Connect support package or CSP, so how we call it. And this can be very customized. It can go from a very advanced training on DDS, or it can be, uh, that they have been having a problem at using the product and they may want us to debug what's going on and they may require further advice on how to solve it in the future. Uh, the third uh, different kind of engagement that we have is the architecture studies. Uh, with architecture studies, uh, we go to our uh, customer for a couple of days. We ask a lot of questions uh, on their project. We have a very long and engaging conversations uh, where we try and uh, you know, discover what they have been uh, trying to achieve. And then we come back to the office. We spend several weeks uh, with uh, the whole team is involved here, uh, trying uh, to build a solution for what they're looking for. And we end up providing to them a report on site, explaining what we have found out, what is the best solution for what they're trying uh, to achieve. So I mentioned before, some software companies don't have a services team. How come it's really important for RTI to have one? Right. Um, you know, RTI is a product company, right? It's not a services company at all. Um, our goal uh, in services is to help our customers get the most of our product, right? Uh, it is important to notice that our product is used in many different industries. Therefore, it has a lot of different features and capabilities, right? Um, the product is very powerful, but you really need to know the way it works to get the most out of it, right? Um, so what we do, our work at services is to uh, let the customer realize uh, the most of uh, the most value of our product, right? Um, the product is great, uh, but it is very sophisticated, right? It is very simple to start using it, um, to have a couple of applications communicating with each other. But as soon as you start adding more and more applications, things may not work the way you expect. So that is why um, we sometimes find ourselves with the customers doing some fine tuning uh, so that the applications work the way they need to work, right? So when we engage with our customers, we will help them understand uh, 
if DDS is necessary for the use case. And maybe sometimes DDS may not be uh, the right choice for what they're looking for. So we are also experienced on advising them on that. I think some people hear the word services and think it's like when you call a handyman to repair something at your house. They're like, the problem is in that room, do your thing and let me know when it's done. But that can't be further from the truth at RTI. It seems like we're very hands-on and interactive with our customers. That being said, can you walk me through what a typical services visit with a customer looks like? Right. It doesn't, it's not really far from us being the handyman, right? Repairing what's wrong. But our goal is also not just to help them repair it, not maybe repair it ourselves, but help them repair it and teaching them how to repair it in the future if the problem arises again, right? So it's a dual job, not just helping repair, but also teaching how to repair. Uh, once we mentioned that, um, the typical services visit, uh, we have different steps involved there, right? The first thing typically is preparation if we require, right? Uh, we, ha we are a, a very experienced people on the technology, but still, uh, every visit needs some preparation uh, remotely before we go uh, on site. And then uh, we typically have a, the traveling day, the day before the visit starts. Uh, it can also happen in the weekends. So you sometimes may need to take the car if you're lucky. If the customer is really close to you, you may have to take the plane typically uh, to go across countries. And then the on-site visit, right? The first day is typically uh, we learn about their system. That can be the whole day, depending on how complex the system is, because it is very important to know what's in place right now in order to uh, provide uh, suggestions and uh, try and solve the customer's problem, right? After that first day where we have had a long conversation and several conversations on what the system currently is, uh, we go to the hotel, we typically have our brain 100% working on trying to find uh, what the problem can be, uh, trying to think of possible scenarios. And then uh, the day after, we go to the customer, uh, we see with them what we can improve. We provide uh, little changes here and there. We work with them on these changes uh, just to see how the system is behaving. And we're basically applying our knowledge on their system. Um, after the first couple of days, we do typically see that the problems start disappearing, the system starts behaving better, and of course, we let the customer know what we have been doing, the little changes that we have been applying, so that in the future, they may not even need us to uh, put those changes in places again. After the visit, we travel back home and the project is not done at all. Uh, we uh, work on uh, closing the project. We write our own internal reports and feedback uh, to our product management team and engineering because we want the uh, product to keep on improving and evolving for the future. Um, that is my view on how we see the services visits. So after visiting many customers and having seen many different scenarios. What are some of your favorite services use cases? Yeah, um, I always mention these three. Um, the first one, probably the most important one, is that the customer hasn't designed their system properly. What do I mean by properly? Well, what I mean is that they start with some applications and the, everything works okay. They start adding more and more. Uh, the number starts becoming 
a big number in the terms of hundreds of applications in the system, and they see that things are not working okay, right? Um, that is typically because they are not using one of our key products, uh, which is routing service, right? Routing service will help them implement what we call the layered database, and that is how system can scale in the future, right? The system hasn't been scaling well, with their current number of applications, they may have intermittent loss of uh, data, they have instability. Uh, when we go to the customer to try and solve this kind of problem, uh, we will design a new topology for them, typically including routing service. With routing service, applications will be grouped in small groups and then connected uh, using routing service. The ones that need to be connected across these groups will use routing service for that. This is more common in applications like legacy systems, right, that are in different domains and that they want to maybe connect all of these. Exactly. Okay. They may want to connect all these, just not just legacy systems, but also uh, different uh, local area networks, for example. For example, can be connected using routing service. Routing service can also be used as a gateway between shared memory and UDP so that different applications in your in the same device can connect to the outside world, uh, to a local area network, for example. But yeah, you're right. It can also be to connect legacy system and legacy technologies that they may have. It can be useful to transform different kinds of data to DDS and from DDS. So during those visits, which are uh, very common, uh, the system does run smoothly. Uh, tests, that, tests that were failing before start to pass and uh, scenarios that couldn't even be tested are even passing now. So um, the customer after that says typically always something like, I've never seen this system working so well. Yeah. So that is kind of the first uh, uh, visit that uh, or uh, important scenario that we always find in our customers. Um, one uh, that is one of my favorite too is that uh, we had this customer, he was running to deadlocks and they have a very complex uh, GUI and that was running very slow. After our visit, uh, we spent this first day talking about their system. They gave us a presentation on their system. We were listening to this presentation. We, after that, reviewed their QoS policies. We had long conversations. After the visit, there were no more deadlocks, of course, and their testing time went down by 75%, which is in the end saving a lot of time and a lot of work for them, right? Their GUI was working very fast. and Again, the customer had never seen it working so smoothly, right? And then just to uh, wrap up this question, the discovery time, right? When you start working with EDS, uh, your applications can take a couple of seconds to discover. Um, that may be okay, but when you add more and more applications, discovery can, the discovery time can typically go to several minutes, right? Customers do think that this is something that's normal, but once we go there and we let them know that that is not common at all, we can go from several minutes to seconds with a proper tuning in their QoS policies. So based on your experience, what's the biggest difference you see in customers who use services opposed to customers who don't or have not yet? Right. Um, customers who are at the beginning of their project, um, customers that use services typically know everything that 
they can do with our product, right? If they have received Acquistar training, we have helped them reduce the consumption gap, right? We have let them know, hey, this is all that DDS can do for you. Uh, now they know that they can use all of that. They can use all of our features that can potentially apply to their system in the future. And they know the resources we have. Customers who don't engage with us, just start, they read the user's manual here and there, and they don't realize all that DDS can help them do, right? After that, after they have engaged with us the first time, uh, in the future, they these kind of customers that have uh, been with us, uh, they tend to learn things properly by themselves, and they know how to properly use the product, right? Which is very important. And they may not even need us in the future, right? The best way to put down a fire in the end is to prevent it from happening rather than, uh, you know, trying to put it off after it's been happening. And we're masters at that. So being on the services team requires you to visit different customers in different countries. From a personal perspective, what's life like on the road? Yeah, um, I'm in the EMEA services team. That is, we cover uh, Europe, um, APAC and rest of the world. So um, being located in Spain means that you're away from everything, right? Uh, we typically have to uh, take a flight uh, from uh, Granada to Madrid and to, from Madrid to any city in Europe, right? And we typically do that the day before the visit happens. So then after that, we uh, go to the hotel, we sleep the night off and we the second day is the first day of the visit. We go to the customer and we typically spend eight hours or more with them, depending on the kind of visit and depending on how challenging uh, the visit is being in terms of realizing uh, what they're doing, uh, trying to find the correct solutions for them, right? And then it happens, uh, we are like that for the number of days that the visit, the visit is happening. We spend some uh, eight hours with them. We come back to the hotel. Um, after that, we travel back home. Um, it is very tiring, a week of work with a customer because you're sleep, just not sleeping in your bed. You have your mind totally focused on the customer problem. Um, but in the end, it is very rewarding. What I like about my job is to see uh, that it is very satisfying to see the customers succeeding on their happy faces. I have one last question before we end, and that's what the top takeaway you want to leave our listeners with. What I would like our uh, listeners to uh, listen at the end of this interview is that we have seen us in the uh, services department, we have seen a lot of different projects. We know what to do, and even more important, we know what they don't have to do, right? We have seen many things failing. We know how to prevent them from fail, right? We minimize the risk at the end of the day. That is what my department does. Um, so in the end, what we highly recommend our uh, we highly recommend our customers to involve us as soon as possible in their uh, in their project, because if they um, involve us at the beginning of the project, they can have a very smooth and straightforward project from the very start. Excellent. I think that's a really good place to end. I want to thank you again for coming onto the podcast and shedding some light on RTI services. It's always good to get some more content on RTI services so people, um, just like you said, could uh, you know optimize their system and make sure they don't go too far in the wrong direction before we can get in there and help them. So thank you. Exactly. Thank you very much, Stephen, for having me.